Welcome, guys, to another live episode. Today's episode is going to be an interesting one. Listen, I'm talking to you people pleasers. I'm talking to all my people pleasers. Where are all my people pleasers at? If you are a people pleaser, then this this is the live for you because we're going to tune in today. We're going to be talking about how 49% of people are people pleasers, and they struggle with saying the two-letter word. I mean, this word is like it's 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 the most easiest word to say in the English language. But for some reason, a lot of people struggle to say it. And we're going to be talking about that one word. We're going to be talking about that one word today. And that word is the word no. So if you're struggling to say the word no, listen, you never know. Like, for instance, I'm going to be showing you guys a poll. You stick around today. I'm showing you guys a poll. I did a poll. I did a poll on Twitter. And people responded with, like, interesting. The numbers were actually interesting. Because you would think, like, people were like, yes, you know what? I enjoy saying yes. I enjoy, I enjoy being out there. I enjoy putting myself out there. I enjoy, you know, putting other people's needs above mine. And then for some reason, people were saying the, 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 the polls, the, like, what the poll, what I saw in the poll was insane as far as, you know, the results and, and the responses that people gave. Because to me, I'm like, you're thinking, I'm thinking, like, you know, it'll be the other way. But what people chose was surprising to me. So I'm going to be reviewing with you guys that, that those poll numbers. Today. And we're also going to be covering a few more stats, a few more data as far as there's, there's this substance. There is a substance that when you take the substance, right, people are taking And this is a substance that's legal for people to take. It's actually hindering you. It's probably one of the reasons it's contributing to a decline. Now that I get advice, are people taking it and still successful? Yes, but... To be competitive, you don't want to be taking this substance. Just make sure to stick around in this live, and we're going to be going ahead and discussing it. And also, do me a favor. If it's your first time, go ahead and hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and let's go ahead and get into it. So to go ahead and get us started off right now, we're going to be getting a few words. The few words will be coming from our man, Alex Hummel. Here's why saying no is so much more important than saying yes in making money, building a relationship, building the life that you want. Life is really long, but it takes time to build big things. And so you might only have four or five big entrepreneurial seasons of five to 10 years in you. So if you imagined you had five bullets that you could shoot and you have a billion potential opportunities and every one of those targets comes to you and says, shoot at me, shoot at me, shoot at me. Your ability to say no over and over and over again and take your one shot on the one time that matters is the hardest discipline that will get you the highest return. It is the skill that must be learned first. Otherwise, you get diluted and you never make progress towards the one or two big opportunities that you really should pursue. So what he's saying is this. Okay, some of you are probably watching this and like, I, I don't agree with that. No, that's not. That's no. I don't agree with that. That's not for me. I, I personally, I, I believe in putting other people's needs first. I believe in, you know, making sure that, you know, to say yes to everything because, I mean, didn't you, they'll be like, you probably go like, Emmanuel, didn't you see the movie? Yes, man. Didn't you see the movie? Yes, man. Where he was saying yes and think about how much opportunities he got got into a good relationship, made some good friends. And I can't remember the movie, but it probably made some good money. But he said yes. And um, also, for me, I'm probably thinking like most people get in trouble just from saying yes. Yes. If your son, if your friends say they're going to go out there and do drugs, are you going to say yes? No, absolutely not. If they say they're going to go out there and do crazy things, are they going to say yes? No. Now, there's a thing. There's a few times in which you should say yes, and there's a few times in which you said no. But the, boy, what's most interesting is this. is Most people struggle with being telling other people no. It's, I mean, think about it. You don't want to hurt your feelings. They're your friends. You don't want to go, listen, Timmy. Listen, I, I, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't, I don't, I don't. Let me, let me, let me use my, let me use the other, let me.
typically how uh, that's not that's not that's not how I would say it. you're like Emmanuel. That's not how I would say it. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say, hey, Timmy, you know, uh, um, I don't. This is what I think. This is what I think. This and this and this and this. No, no, that's that's not what you would say. You're like, no, I don't want to hurt Timmy's feelings. I don't want people to think I'm a bad person because genuinely, okay. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. Let's be real. You know that you're afraid to lose a friend. And you know that when you tell them no, there's a huge possibility that you might go ahead and lose that friend. You know when you tell them, Timmy, Jimmy, Kimmy, Mimi, whatever her name is. And you're like, I can't do whatever it is that you want me to do. You know that there's a huge possibility that you're going to go ahead and lose that friend. And you don't want to go ahead and lose that friend. You don't want to go ahead and see. You don't want to go ahead and hurt their feelings. But let's go ahead and see. We're going to go ahead and look at some stats. So there's some stats here. That I'm, we're gonna, I'm going to share with you guys. I'm going to share with you guys some stats as far as 49%. So 49%, there was a poll by YouGov. And this poll basically showed that 49% of Americans would classify themselves as people pleasers. You're like Emmanuel. What does that have to do with me? What 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 in God's name does that have to do with me? Uh, who says I'm a people pleaser? I'm not. A, I'm not a people. There's always cookies. Okay, accept the cookies. Is this like what kind of cookies are these? I'm not a people pleaser. You're probably going. I'm not a people pleaser. So let's look at this. This is a YouGov poll. Okay, so according to a recent YouGov YouGov survey, I'm not going to show the survey that I did, but it's a YouGov survey. This is not the survey that I did. It's a YouGov survey. Uh, One thousand U.S. adult citizens asked Americans whether they might be people pleasers and if so how they felt about it and about 49 half 49 percent of Americans say they would self-identify as people pleasers including 14 percent who said they said they definitely would women identify 59 56 percent more and men identified 42 percent more to people please so look at it half of Americans here all right half more than half well almost half basically about half 49 percent say that they're people and you're like, what is wrong with people pleasing? You're like, what's wrong with what's wrong with being selfless? Being selfless is good. Being selfless is great. When you're selfless, you you know. But then again, it's this. I want you to think about this. Imagine that you are this empty water bottle, right? I'm not gonna show it because this is a brand name thing. Imagine that you are this empty water bottle, right? Okay. Now, for this water bottle to be of value to me, it has to have water so you gotta think about yourself as a container and this container for this container to be of value this container has to have water if it has no water water like right now we're about to drink it nope then toss it no cleaner but this water right here this bottle it has no water what what use is this container to me if it doesn't have anything that's the same concept and the same way I want you to look at you. That's the same way I want you to look at yourself. I want you to right now look in the mirror and look at yourself as this empty water bottle, right? You have to take the time to fill this water bottle up because if this water bottle is empty, you are you have zero value. If this water bottle, think about yourself as this container, you need to fill yourself up with knowledge, resources to be of value to others. So which means you need to be selfish before you tend to be selfless. Now, you also got to think about it as this container, right? Think about yourself as a water bottle. We use this water bottle as a, as, a, as a pretty experiment. This water bottle is empty. What does that mean? That means that it absorbs whatever it gives, whatever I give to it at full face value. Whatever I give to it at full face value. If somebody else is holding this water bottle, they decide to pour juice in it, the water bottle now is a water bottle with juice. If the water bottle decides to basically somebody pour liquor in it, then this is a water bottle that's containing liquor. 
Okay, I want you guys to. I'm, I'm, I'm getting everyone's attention here. If this water bottle is a water bottle that contains water, and someone puts water in it, then it's a water bottle that contains water. Okay. Now, imagine if this water bottle could decide its content. It could say, you know what? I only want to contain things that are nutritious. I only want to contain healthy juices and healthy water. I don't want to contain anything else that will be damaging. Right? That's the same way you got to think about yourself. When you say yes to everything, this is what you do is you open the lid and anything, anyone can pour anything and they can pour any toxic content, any toxic material into you. And guess who damages you? Okay. Versus when you say no to only select things and say, you know what? I'm only going to open the lid. The lid is only going to come off for water bottle for whenever there's water. That's the only thing that's going to come in. Something that's healthy and nutritious. Guess what? Then you become a healthy and nutritious water. And guess what? People take you on camping trips people take you on walks people take you on hikes because guess what they know that one day when when they consume the content that you have they're going to feel basically nourished right that's the kind of same way you gotta think about this when you say yes to everything okay you allow negative and positive influences into your life and a lot of times negative and positive influences because you gotta think about it not everything that comes into your life is coming into your life for the purpose of good. Not everything that comes into your life is coming to the purpose of basically, you know, basically being of benefit to you. So if we go back to this YouGov poll here, which we're going to go into my Twitter poll real quick. We go to the YouGov poll here. So among Americans who would describe themselves as a people, please, 76% also say they others would definitely or probably describe them this way. Research me 76% of people who describe the people pleasers as people pleasers. Okay. So overall, 92% of Americans say they do at least one of the nine people-pleasing behaviors polled about somewhat or very often, and 4% say they often do all nine, and just 50% will often do. And we can, you can go ahead and read into the poll and kind of look at the numbers, right? But major, majority of Americans adult people-please by avoiding conflict or others' needs first, or, or putting other needs first. So think about it. If people say, if people say, if, if, if imagine you're in, your, in, in, in a, when someone tells you something that you disagree with, you wholeheartedly disagree with it you're like you know what i don't i don't personally see this as something that's like agrees with me my values my morals whatever it is right but based off the fact that you are trying to avoid conflict and you don't want to be perceived as the enemy of the state what do people end up doing they end up going yeah you're right you're right they agree and then just go along with it right because then again it's most people do not want to be in a position in which they have to defend their ideas. They don't want to be in a position in which they have to, you know, uh, the, the way I want you to think about it is most people don't want to be in a position in which if you challenge them, they had to push back because most people don't like pushing back. They don't like the conflict. You know, they don't feel confident in the conflict. So they don't say no because they the, the word no on its own incites conflict. Now, when people say, Emmanuel, can you tell me about this? And it's something I don't want to discuss. And I say, no, they're like, why? I'm like, because I don't want to tell you about it. I just don't. I mean, I don't want to die about it. I personally don't think it's none of your business. They're like, why? Do you think I'm going to tell people? I just don't want to tell you about it, dude. That don't, that's it. And then it may hurt the person's feelings, but in a way, for me, it's like, I respect my boundaries. And my boundaries are certain things I don't talk about. So hence, I'm not going to talk to you about it. Right? So that's the same concept. But then again, I'm willing to, if this is my idea, this is my beliefs, I'm willing to say, boom, this, no. Right? Because let's say, you know, someone is like, I think this opportunity is the right opportunity for you. Listen, listen, this, if you, if you get into this, oh my God, oh my God, you're going to make 
millions. Like when I mean you're gonna make so much money that oh my, you're gonna have so much. Imagine this: you're gonna buy a new car for your mom, you're gonna buy a new car for your dad, you're gonna buy a new car for your sister, you're gonna buy a new car for your brother, you're gonna buy a new car for your family. Listen, your life, you really want to revolutionize and change your entire family's lives. And you're like, oh my god, yes, yes, that's me, yes, yes, yes. And then guess what? You do it, and then you end up getting ripped off. That is what it takes when you're saying yes to everything without doing your due diligence. You see, when I was in the insurance business, one of the big mistakes I did, personally, was I said one of also I've, I've spoken a lot about this. We were running an insurance business, you know, at a time with a team production was doing about roughly more than a million a year, right? And we had hires coming. We had, this was one hundred percent. I take full responsibility for this. Was we did not say no enough to the people that we were bringing in. They were end up bringing people who bring in bad apples. And when you bring in bad apples, when you bring in bad apples, what does that do? They end up corrupting the rest of the fruit. And guess what? You end up losing the tree. Right? So when you bring in bad apples, because you're saying, yes, you believe in everything. People are like, oh my God, I so believe in your vision. This is such a good idea. Yes. But deep down, they're saying yes, that they believe in your vision, but they're just thinking about deep down in your head, how are they going to sabotage you? And you're like, not thinking about it because you're just naive. You're like, oh my God, everybody's, it's all a bed of roses. Everyone's like so happy. It's a good laugh. No, it's not. One of the first things you learn about being an adult it's personal responsibility, okay? You have to be responsible for the good and you have to be responsible for the bad, okay? If somebody is a shyster and they do shyster stuff to you, once, you know what they say? They say, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Fool me three times, I don't know, shame on something else. Shame on, shame on, I don't know. Shame on, I don't know, somebody else. But, the key concept I'm trying to get into here is this is you need to learn the power of no. You need to learn the power of saying no. You need to learn the power of telling people, I'm not going to do it. I'm not. Because if someone tells you, if someone comes into you right now and, and, and they're like, they're like, somebody comes. this is this is my response no no that's not something i'm gonna do no absolutely not i don't i don't i don't feel like i don't feel like something i want to do that's not something i'm comfortable with. that's something i want to do you got to be willing to stand up and defend your ideas and beliefs you got to be willing to stand up and do and say and above all be convicted by saying the word no okay no. And sometimes you got to say the word no if, if it's something you believe. Like, you know, let's say you're making a sale. You know, if you have the cure for cancer and the person is like, is like, oh, I'm not. And the person has it. And they're like, no, well, come back later. I got to talk to my cat. I got to talk to my dog. And you're like, no, no, this is going to help you. This is going to save your life. I personally believe that this is something that you need to get. And I'm not leaving here until you get this. And you're like, okay, shh. Or let's how much you know, and then you're like, you're like, then you're like, you know, how much you then you're like, how much is it? You know, and then you know, you're like, how much is it? And then it's like, yeah, it's you know, 
this and this much. It's going to save. It's going to do the job it's supposed to do. It's going to do exactly what it's supposed to do. And you're like, sure, absolutely, you do it. Because you are wholeheartedly con convinced. You're wholeheartedly convicted. You're wholeheartedly, you pretty much, for the most part, already know for something. For the most part, this is something that you want to do. This is something that's going to be beneficial to them. This is something that, that, at the end of the day, is going to do exactly what it says and what you say it will do. So for the most part, it's like, you know what? When you say no, you're like, I'm not leaving until you get this. You're like, okay. You're like, sure, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Because people want to make sure that you believe in them more than they believe in themselves. Hence the time you gotta say no, right? But I don't want to divert. But let's go ahead and see if I let's go ahead and dive into this poll. So I ran a poll and I'm gonna pull this poll up. I ran this poll. And let me see if I can pull this up right here. And this is a Twitter poll. I'm just waiting for my screen to load. Okay, so, all right, so we had what you call? It? Let me let. Apparently, I gotta log into this. All right, hang on a second, guys. Hang on, hang on a second. This is this is what happens when I don't log into my Twitter ahead of time. This is why I gotta log into Twitter ahead of time. But minor interruption, guys. But ran this poll, and I want you guys to take a look at this. So we have 499 votes. Okay, and we had 499 votes. And out of the 499 votes, we had, so this is one thing I want you guys, to, let's take a look at this. So so basically I said, I'm currently doing some research for a live and would like your opinion of, have you ever regretted being a people pleaser or saying yes when you know you should have said no, right? Oh my God, this camera. Mike, listen, I'm Mr. Producer right now, guys. we remove this other camera from my stream. It's like, yo, I'm busy right now. Jeez. Okay, so. I'm currently doing some research for a live and would like your opinion. Have you ever regretted being a people pleaser or saying yes when you know you should have said no? And 52.5% said, yes, I regret after. Okay. 52.5% said, yes, I regret after. Okay. 52.5% said, yes, I regret after. And 23.2% um, said, no, I feel fine after. And 24.2% said, honestly, I don't care. Uh, Yeah, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Okay. I don't care. Okay. But yeah. So yeah. So yeah. 52.5% saying that I don't care. You know, 52.5% saying I don't care. I don't give a caring care. Okay. So when you're looking in from that perspective, you're looking in from that angle where you have basically 52.5% of people basically coming in and saying that, you know, they do regret after they do regret right after they basically say yes to something that they know that they should not have done. Yeah, think about it from the perspective of in your life, are you in that 52.5%? I mean, some of you might probably be in that 24.2% of people who are like, honestly, I don't care. I don't care. I, I, I don't care. Don't care. Right? So you might be in that ground. But so here are the five things. So, so, so we're going to dive into a few things here, right? So remember the three things that I said you need to say no to, right? So we've kind of looked at the poll and we've, we've kind of looked at it and we're like, all right, these are the few things, you know, these are the reasons, you know, what the struggles that people have. You know, the 49% of people are basically people pleasers. We saw that 52.5% of people uh, out of the 500 people that took the poll were like, yes, they regret after, right? So that's more than half of people say that they regret after, right? And, and I need to and I need to kind of put a way, if there's a way you can do comments, I kind of want to see if there's a way you can do comments in this where you can actually like 
say the reasons why they they agree with you know they do this and do that and also guys make sure you follow me on twitter at the really great because i'm going to be posting poll numbers and i'm going to be posting the poll numbers on there when i post the poll numbers when i'm doing polls so you can go and participate in the polls as well make sure to subscribe to the channel as well because i think i'm still figuring out how youtube works you know people are like oh my god you're blowing up on youtube not really I'm still kind of still a novice at the whole thing. You know, we're still just at 18, 20,000 subscribers right now. So, you know, still kind of, you know, working to see, kind of like get it to go. But we're going to say a few things. So the first thing first, you're going to need to say no to, okay? You're going to need to say no to the woman in the red dress. You're like, Emmanuel, what? So you're telling me that if she's wearing a red dress, that means I need to say no to her and then not like associate with her because no, that's not what I'm talking about. Alex Mosey is going to take it away and is going to explain to you what I'm talking about here. In the Matrix, there's the woman in the red dress. And so it's one of the training programs that Morpheus takes Neo on to teach him one simple lesson. And so they're walking through a crowd, and then there's this woman in this red dress walking towards, and she's like, stands out from the crowd at Neo's head. And then he looks back at Morpheus. He's like, were you listening? He was like, what? He's like, or were you looking at the one in the red dress? And he says, look again. He looks back at the woman, and it's Agent Smith pointing a gun to his head. I see distractions and new opportunities, shiny object as the woman in the red dress. Every level of business, the woman in the red dress becomes more and more attractive. So let's let's pause it. We'll come back to it. Let's, let's pause it there. So First thing first, it says, new opportunity, distractions as the woman in the red dress, okay? So let's look at it from another perspective again. He sees what? What does it say again? New opportunities. He sees new opportunities, okay? And distractions as a woman in the red dress, okay? So think about it. You're on your purpose right now. You're focused on your purpose. You're like, you know, you're grinding. You're doing whatever it is. You're, you're cold calling. You're knocking on doors. You're like, open up, FBI. Just kidding. Or, you know, knocking on doors. You're like, hey, you know what? I've got this, this, um, this. I have a friend that sells solar. You know, I've got this solar. You know what? This is going to help you. You know, imagine how much you're going to save in the um, bills. It's $50,000. You're spending it averagely on an annual basis. And this is a one-time payment of 23000 And it's paid out for the rest of your life. And you don't ever have to pay again. The only thing you have to pay is some slight maintenance fees and some subscription of $399 a month. And I don't know. I think that's how they sell solo, but that's kind of like my example there, right? Okay. So, okay, just goofing around. But you got to look at it from that perspective, right? So, you basically, you're doing it, you're on your grind. Someone comes into you and you're like, Timmy, Timmy. Oh, yeah, yeah, South Park. Timmy, Timmy. And someone's like, Timmy, I've got something for you. And you're like, no, no, I'm not. You're like, Timmy, listen, this. Is going to make us millions. And you're like, no, I'm focused on this. Too bad. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, some of you are like, Emmanuel, what are you talking about? Okay, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I want to play this video from you. I want to play this guy for this video. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. I'm not going to play it. I am not going to play. But this is Timmy from South Park. Okay. And if you if you guys go to South Park, if you guys if you guys have watched South Park, then you're going to know. It's so wrong. No. No. I'm not going to play it. No. We're going to go back to the video. We're going to go back to the video. You can check it on your own time, but I'm not doing it. This was just basically using Timmy as an example. I'm going to use a different name. Um. James. James. Okay. So we're going to use we're going to use James, guys. We're going to use James. God forgive me. We're going to use James. Okay. So we're we're going to use James for this one. So James is like, you know, they're coming in like James. Listen, we have an we have an opportunity for you, James. We have a we have a revolution. Listen, James. Listen, James. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. And James is like, "Fine. 
And James is like, James, listen, it's going to cost you 25000 James, like, I don't have the money. And like, James, just sell knocking off doors and get the money. And then James gives the money away. And then James loses his money and James gets back to square one. And now who's the loser again? It's James. Because James did not say no to the woman in the red dress. He did not say no to the shiny object, right? He did not say no to those opportunities. Because guess what? You're going to see opportunities. Because most people, almost every guy would say this. I'm going to say this. Every guy's going to say this. You happen in your relationship. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love my girlfriend, my wife, whoever it is, your partner, whatever it is. And all of a sudden, you have girls approaching from different angles like, hey, hi, James. Oh, my God. You look so good today, James. What's going on? And you're like, what? And they're like, James, what did you do? Did you do something different with your hair? Oh, James, what are you doing after work, James? You want to come? We're having a girls' party. You want to come, James? And James is you know, like, where was all this when I was single? And now you have a girlfriend for some reason. It's like, and then next you know, you're like, no, sorry, I'm in a relationship. And then she goes, and then you're like walking away. And then some, you know, you're like in the Starbucks, some girl brush, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And you're like, whoa, it's, 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 let me see who's, who's it's Shakira. You're like, Shakira? She's like, oh yeah, James, Shakira, Shakira. <laughs> I'm in a good mood, guys. Coffee puts you in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. Okay. I'm in a good mood. Okay. It's been, I've been up since 1 a.m. today. So, uh, Basically, it's been a long work schedule, and I'm doing this late in the evening. But because you guys are awesome, I was like, I'm going to, you know, drink some caffeine and stay up. But so, James, next you know, you're like, you know, and then you keep, you keep, and then you get married. And next you know, the other one else, like, and, you know, more of them keep coming. Like, oh, James, James, you look so put together, James. And you're like, what? Same deal, right? Or you basically have that fan, you know, you have your new job, you, you're focused on, you get the promotion, and then, you know, competitors come like, hey, James, listen, James. You know, James, you can work for me. How much you making right now, James? You can make like 200, 250. James, you know your position is quality manager. The last guy, you know how much he had. You know how much that was. You know how much we paid him. James is like, how much? James, we started him at 272. That's a twenty-two thousand dollars extra raise. If you're two two fifty right now, but if you're really at two hundred, that's an extra seventy thousand dollars in your pocket, James. What can you do with an extra twelve seventy thousand in your pocket, James? You're like, it's fine, man. I like my job. I like them. They treat me well. I'm like, all right, James. Well, here's my card. Think about it. When you do, give me a call. And then James goes by three months later. James, listen, James, you've been doing such great work for you right now, James. I want to offer you a position. And I want to pay you $355,000 to start. I'm going to throw in a $200,000 bonus. And you're like, oh, can you say no to that? Can you say no to that? You're making 200 grand, someone just offer you 355 and then plus an add on a $200,000 sign on bonus. They just paid you a yearly salary as a bonus plus a 355. Most people are going to go to the employer like, thank you. It was a great experience working for you. I absolutely loved it. It was amazing. I want to say this was the best ever. But sorry. They're paying me 555 grand for the year. That's almost triple what you're paying me right now. So salute. I'm gone. Now, you look at it from that perspective and you're like, okay, well, was James justified? Yeah. But then again, you gotta think about it. The more, the more you say no. To opportunities, the more attractive new opportunities begin to be. Like the more new opportunities come in, you're like, yeah, it's all shiny objects, like all like fancy, and like you get more and more and more new opportunities. That's the same concept. You say no, next one's even more attractive. You're like, no, it's that beautiful woman in the bar. 
boom next one's more attractive the woman in the red dress keep looking prettier keeps coming in looking prettier because guess what the universe is there to tempt you to see if it can take you away from your purpose and you're like no no james is focused but let's go ahead and finish this this commentary here from alex right you guys know i, I got distracted there because this was funny for me so Let's finish this. Because at first you have to say no to a thousand opportunities, then 10,000, then a hundred thousand. And you have to learn how to say no again at every level. Because I thought that once I learned how to say no to the woman in the red dress, I'd be done forever. That's not true. She comes back every level. She just gets hotter and hotter and hotter. You get better and better and better. And so the quality of the red woman in the red dress that you can attract is higher. When I look at the businesses that we have, I used to think that like innovation was everything. The vast majority of the business success is actually doing all the stuff that you know you should be doing, but you aren't. In the matrix, there's that's the it. woman in the red dress. That's it. And that's it. He's just it's, it's it's a very simple concept of just basically saying no to new and fancy opportunities. What's the second one? The second thing you should be doing. Okay. What's number two? Number two. All right, I think a lot of people are going to get sensitive for this one, okay? This, I, I, I see this starting a debate. First off, I'm going to say, this is my personal choice, okay? And I don't, you know, you can accept that you're going to solve, but I'm not going to tell you how to live. But I'm going to tell you guys a story. So, you guys, I, I've, we've all been adults, you know, when you pretty much you go drinking, you go partying with friends, and then you get drunk. This was a long, long time ago. I never liked the way I felt after. Like, I didn't feel the ground. I didn't like the fact you wake up with a hangover. Like, for instance, I remember I went to this this one. There was this one bar. Uh, I think I'm not I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if I can recall everything here, but it's called Redneck Heaven. Okay, it's called Redneck Heaven in Dallas, Texas. Very interesting place. Right. And I remember I was there this one time. So it was me uh, as my friend who's from Switzerland and my Vietnamese buddy. So it was three of us. We went to this bar. Right. Very interesting. bar. It was like Hooters, but on with like some element of twist of, I don't know, confusion to it. But apparently there was like, there's this bell that they ring. And the only way you can get this bell rang is you get, I think you get tied to a pole and then the girls whoop you. That's one. I did not do that. Okay. So get your mind out of the gutter. I did not do that. And the second one was they had minnows, minnow shots. So you like minnow, like small fish, like the small fish. And they'll put it in a tequila shot and you would drink it. And every time you did that, I like how my camera goes, oh, 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 let's zoom in on your face as you talk about that. Every time you drink that, then they would ring the bell. And I, and the third one was you dance with the girl. So it was like, if you've been to like the Hooter scene, you kind of like you dance with the girl. So that's kind of it. But so I pretty much did the, um, I did the middle shot because I was dared. I remember there was a bunch of army guys and like, hey, if you do this, drinks on us, all that stuff. So I was like, I was a, I was a college student at the time, probably older college student. So I was like, I... I was like, you know what? I, you know what? Hey, they, they're offering free drinks. So, you know what? Hey, you know what? I'll take it. I was broke. I was, I was broken and broke. So, I did a minute shot. When I did, I did a lot of the minute shots. And let's just say I woke up the next day with the biggest headache you can ever imagine. It was like somebody was like, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, what? So, I remember that day and I was like, why, why, why did I do that? Why do people do this? Like, why? Why in God's name do people do this? And ever since then, I, I, I kind of just lost taste. You know, I, I would occasionally go out with friends and I would drink. And then and then I just didn't like the fact because I would wake up early. And then every time I woke up early, because this is my my routine is my routine is I wake up, I work out for 90 minutes. It was like it was like it was roughly about an hour, hour, 15 minutes of workout. 
including stretching and then cardio and stuff. And then this is, I always do this at home. And then I'll do about 25 minutes to 30 minutes of reading. And then I'll stop my work and I'll work for about two hours and then I'm pretty much done. And then I'll go ahead and start my day and do everything else, eat breakfast and do everything else I want to do. So I'm typically up by four, start my day by 7.30, 7.38, do whatever I got to do, get ready, and then continue on to about, you know, around nine-ish, that 9, 9, 10 p.m., give or take. But I noticed that whenever, if I were to drink the night before and I woke up the next morning, I just had this, it was almost like I had to like drag myself out of bed. I had to drag myself to work out. I had to drag myself. So I just went cold turkey, went completely cold turkey a few years ago. I went completely cold turkey and I was like, you know, and I don't like this. And I feel amazing. I feel great. I feel like amazing because I don't have to do that drag. There's not the, you don't have to drag yourself. I don't have to pull myself. I don't have to, you know, like tug of war and kind of like, get, I don't have to like, you know, oh my God, you know, I don't have to do any of that. There's people who do social because like, hey, well, you know, if your friends are doing it, then, you know, you're just going to be the awkward one staying there. You know, you got to live a little and have some fun. Okay. That's up to you. I'm not telling you how to live. That's just personally me. Same way I'm not saying, I'm saying you can say no to the opportunities, ruin the red dress, or you can take it. It's up to you. I'm just giving my personal prerogative. It's personally up to you if you want to take it. If it's up to you, if you don't want to take it. That's your choice, right? But we're going to look at why another key reason why alcohol should be a no-no in your life. Okay? And this is from Huberman. And let's see. It's tuned up here. There's some music. So hopefully I don't get hit with some copy. People stuff. who drink regularly. So this, again, could be just one or two drinks per night. Or it could be somebody that drinks just on Fridays or just on Saturdays or maybe just on the weekend, two to four drinks. Well, those people experience changes in their hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis that result in more cortisol, more of this so-called stress hormone being released at baseline when they are not drinking. This is really important. People who drink a bit, and when I say a bit, I don't mean one or two sips or even a glass of wine every once in a while. I mean, again, people that are maybe having one drink a night with dinner, and maybe on the weekend a few more. Can I offer a bunch of different patterns to explain how it could also be two or three drinks on Friday or six drinks only on Saturday? Well, all of those groups experience increases in cortisol release from their adrenal glands when they are not drinking. And as a and that's it. And what he's saying is this is what is cortisol? Cortisol is a stress hormone. So whenever you stress, that's the hormone your body releases. So it's kind of like it floods your body with stress. Whenever you're anxious or anxiety, all that stuff. It's what's it's what cortisol. That's what cortisol you basically your body's producing excess cortisol. Now, cortisol is not something that's good for you. Okay. It's not something that's necessarily you want to have long-term in your system. So if you look at it in fact, as to when you drink a lot, you have, you know, a lot of a lot of um can't even remember what it's called, but it's like stored in your fat cells. And then you just, you know, you, you develop a beer belly and people are like, yeah, your beer belly is what's in shape. No, beer belly just means, you you know, like trying to be a sugar daddy or something. Right. But you kind of have all this kind of this kind of connotations that are out there. That's the reason why I personally don't believe in, in the whole drinking thing. I personally believe you, you don't want anything that's going to inhibit your mind. You don't want anything that's going to hinder you, your full ability to function at 100%. You want to be able to function at 100%, not not 50%, not 40%. You want to be at 100%. You want 100% the cognitive ability. You don't want to feel stressed. You don't want to be stressed after, right? Because basically, the whole concept of getting drunk, most people don't understand, is basically your body is releasing chemicals to basically fight the toxins because alcohol is poison it's fighting the toxins and just by fighting toxins what's releasing in them it's what's putting you in a sedative state of basically you being drunk yes you might feel 
relaxed when you do, you know, like people say they drink to calm your nerves. They, they drink to relax. They drink to feel all of this stuff. I'm like, you could just meditate for that. It's pretty easy. But they like the, the listening effect that it happens very fast. But then also afterwards, they, all the stress hits you. And then it's just long term, not overall healthy for your liver. And, you know, just that's just my recommendation. Like I said, you can take it all with a grain of salt. I am not a counselor. I'm not giving counseling advice. I just said, if you want to be successful, you got to quit the, the drinking, the partying, the, the, if you're doing any narcotics, don't do that. I, I grew up in a very strict, strict home, so which means I would get disowned if I did that. So I was like, so, you know, stay away from that. Um, stay away from anything that would hinder your mental ability to be able to function. That's one. And remember, stay away from any shiny object. Whenever some, if someone says, if something sounds like it's too good to be true, I'm going to tell you 100% it's too good to be true. If somebody tells you that, you know, one million, you, you know, you can make a million dollars doing this, then it's like, and you think it's so good to be true? It's so good to be true. I'm just telling you. So use discretion there. So the last thing, guys, last thing is we wrap up here. We're going to be wrapping up here shortly, okay? Thanks again for everyone who's tuned in and who's sticking in right now. Um, say no to people who tell you you can't do something. There's no video to watch. This is just me. So growing up, I used to, I used to have, in my family, I've, I've done majority of what no one in my family has done. And the reason why I say that is because in my family, there's this huge barrier and this huge ceiling of things in which, you know, they're like, you can't go past this. You're not supposed to do past this. This is this is the ceiling. This is where we stop. This is this. And I personally am a belief and I've always had the belief that you cannot you cannot stop me from doing what it is that I want to do. You cannot stop me from saying that I want to reach my full potential. And this is this is my full potential and I'm going to do whatever it takes to reach my full potential. You can't stop me from doing that. You got to come to a belief where. When someone tells you it's impossible, yes, you're right. They're right. It's impossible. It's impossible for them, but it's possible for you. Okay? Because if you if you if you see impossible, impossible, and you just put an apostrophe, I'm possible. Impossible, apostrophe I, apostrophe M, I'm possible. I am possible. It is possible. Because even if you devote the rest of your life, because everything that we saw, because think about it, a hundred years ago, there was no iPhone, there was no iPad, there was no internet, there was no none of this. And they thought it was impossible. But someone said, I am possible. And guess what? You watching me right now on your nice, fancy cell phone screen, and you're like, God, that's my sexy, gorgeous-looking man. But no, no, that's not what you're saying, obviously. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't say that. But um, pretty much that's it, guys. So just that's one what you want to pretty much, you know, stick to. Recap, one, say no to a woman in the red dress. Two, say no to anything that messes your cognitive ability. Drugs, alcohol, say no to all of that. Three, say no to people who tell you you can't do something. Remember, let me tell you something. Everybody will root against you and say, no, you can't do something. But when you succeed, they're going to say, I knew you could do it. I knew it. I knew you would be the one. I knew it. I knew it. You're like, oh, my God, look at you. I knew it. Oh, look at you. The blessing in our family. Oh, my God. I knew God was going to use it. Oh, yes. They're going to say that after. But it's up to you to prove them wrong when they say you can't do it.
And that's why I'm going to leave you guys on that high note. Thanks again for everyone joining me today. Once again, don't forget, if you find this video valuable, I'm going to ask you a quick favor. Do me a favor. If you found this video helpful, hit the share button. Send it to a friend that you believe is, is in a position in which they are giving in to the things that you know that they should be saying no to. They're chasing those opportunities. They're facing, they're chasing after distractions. They're chasing after narcotics. They're chasing after the drugs and alcohol. They're chasing after, they, they believe in the people. When people tell them they can't, they believe in it. Send them this video so they know that they can and they know that they can win. And if they win, guess what? It's on you. You are the reason. You are the catalyst to why they won. You want to, that's, if that's the only, if that's your only part you can play, in their life is sending them this channel so they can join and get motivated, learn the tools to run a successful business, be a leader in whatever space that you're in. And guess what? They're going to thank you for the rest of your, of, of your life. Thank you. It was a pleasure having everybody on and I'll see you guys on the next live.